And in middle school, teachers start calling on girls less in math and science classes. So even if girls raise their hands at the same rates as boys, both female and male teachers are calling on girls less. So that sends a not-so-subtle signal that their answers or their opinions or their questions, mm-hmm. and maybe even questions are what are most important in that list, are less valued. And so there's a real kind of lack of validation. So there's lots that we have to do from teacher training and support to getting our Hollywood in this country or Bollywood in India or Nollywood in Nigeria to start kind of making movies that highlight like really awesome, successful female scientists and engineers. Um, so kids don't have that imagination gap so that they can see themselves so that they then grow up to be that. I know Female leadership, obviously, is a big issue for you. And I have to say that most of my listeners are young women between ages 25 and 34. And they're looking at you juggling your mom's campaign. You're juggling the Clinton Global Initiative. You just had a baby. I mean, several of them asked me, is she just pumping like a crazy woman right now? How are you doing it all and managing to take yourself out of what is a very intense time after having a kid and talk about issues this broad? Um, so my son Aiden uh, just turned three months on Sunday. Thank you. And our daughter Charlotte is turning two in a few days. And it is a lot. Um, yet I look at my children and it makes me only more passionate about the work that I've been lucky to do through the Clinton Foundation and candidly also about my mom's campaign. Uh, because for me, m- my day uh, begins and ends literally and also metaphorically with my children. Um, and I am emphatically committed to breastfeeding and it's something I talk about uh, publicly. Clearly I'm talking to you about it now. And I'm really grateful to have some control over my life so that I do get to feed Aiden and I do get to pump, um, at least within a window that I need to. Sometimes I'm really pressing up against that deadline, as I'm sure kind of many mothers can empathize with. (laughs) And that then, too, just kind of compels me to work as hard as I can in this campaign, but also just more broadly to talk about the policies that we need in this country and really around the world to support each of us to make what we think are the right choices for ourselves and our families when it comes to uh, becoming a parent or not, and then how we, we choose to be a parent. And Thankfully, this is not just a conversation that's happening here in the United States. And increasingly, it's um, an area where the developing world is also determined to be leaders uh, and sometimes really kind of be leaders even compared to us here in the United States, although that we have a low bar here, to create spaces for women to pump, to breastfeed their children kind of while working, to kind of raise awareness about the expectations of employers to enable women to be kind of working moms and kind of to be whatever working moms means to them and to create spaces for um, women and men because uh, it's important that this yeah. focus on men too to like bring their kids to work if that's the right answer. Uh, so there's lots of innovation thankfully happening around this question across the world and I think we in the United States will have a lot to learn from not only the countries that are often talked about kind of in Scandinavia and elsewhere um, but increasingly in the developing world too. Really? Like where? Where are you thinking of? So the World Bank is making a, a big series of investments in in partnership uh, with a consortium of countries across um, Sub-Saharan Africa, um, Asia, and Latin America to support governments uh, to also be leaders in this area. So to support governments that want to create childcare facilities in their government buildings, for example, uh, which I think is pretty fantastic. And I would hope we here in the United States would 
encourage our state and local governments to similarly be leaders in supporting parents, mothers, and fathers through providing childcare on site. Yeah, I mean, that brings up the question of men's role, right? We just did a series with Amory Slaughter and her husband and this idea of the lead parent and that lead parent, not the mom, the working mother, but the lead parent, somebody who takes the role of leading the family while the other spouse or parent is going after the income. So for you, do you find that your husband is taking the lead parent role? Is your dad like lead grandparent? Like, is there a way that we can start to show people that men can take other sort of roles in their families as the women lead? Well, I'm so grateful to be married to my husband and he's the father of our children. And we both aspire to be lead parents. And yet we recognize that sometimes one of us will be able to be there and sometimes the other one of us will be able to be there. And sometimes kind of through commitments like breastfeeding, you know, since Mark can't do that, kind of finding.